I'm going to have a little visual help here, okay? This is called a ciborium. And in the ciborium, we put the sibi, the bread. It's the Latin word for bread. And the breads are put here, these. And then they're consecrated, and we pray over them and ask God to pour his spirit all over this bread and make it the, for Jesus Christ to be present here. And we say this is the body of Christ once we consecrate it, that uh, the spirit of God brings to us Jesus Christ through bread. And he brings Jesus Christ to us through many things, even through us to one another. So what is inside here? What is this metal? Anybody? Gold. Now, it's not solid gold. It's just, it's metal. The, the cup here is metal. And then they plate it very, very thin, thin with gold. Why gold? Thank you. Do you really know? There's a very specific reason. Why? No. This has to do with the metal itself. Why gold, not silver, or, or why not glass? Why gold? Ah, okay. He said because it's the most expensive, and, and I don't know if it's exactly the most expensive, but it's, it's considered the most precious metal. So expensive, precious. Why? What's the connection? Why use precious metal for the bread? Well, I said it, I guess, already. Because the bread becomes the body of Jesus. And so this is the way we think in the church. Well, if we're going to have a cup or something to hold it, are we just going to have any cup, wood, plastic, a paper cup? No. We want the most precious metal we have. Because what is it holding? The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Now, hold that thought. That's the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. To say Mary was preserved from, from sin. She was preserved from the corruption of sin. Why? Because God was going to enter through Jesus Christ into the world through her body. She was going to give birth to Jesus Christ so like the precious metal that holds the body of Christ, we needed a precious, beautiful person, pure and, and clean and sinless, we'll say, so that God could come into the world in the form of a human person, baby Jesus, born through her. That's the meaning of the Feast of the Mac Conception. It's a, it's a very beautiful feast. But I want to tell you, I had a professor in the seminary of scriptural theology, and uh, he said to us, it was one of the best things I ever heard about Mary for me and my relationship. He said, everywhere in the Gospel of Luke that the name Mary appears, you could put your name. Or you could put Christian or church, and it will be true of you. Now, there's a tiny exception. And, um, you know, obviously... Men don't get pregnant, at least I don't think they do. So uh, when it says that you will become pregnant, that doesn't make sense. But if we change the physiology a bit, and so let me say this. The angel Gabriel came to Mary, okay, and said, but for the sake of this, let's change it to Perry, and to Fred, and to Maria, and Gloria, and Jorge, and Stephen, okay? And said, 
Hail, full of grace. Hello, full of grace. You're full of grace. The Lord is with you. Okay? And then Perry and all those others were very disturbed. What's this greeting mean? Why would the angel say this to us? Then said this, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. So let's change that. Behold, you will conceive in your heart and soul, and the Son of God will be in you, and you will give birth to this Son of God. How will I do that? I can't give birth, but, but if the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is in my heart and soul and mind and spirit in my life, then I can give Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to you, and you can give Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to me. That, this is the meaning of church. We come here together, and, and I've heard Mr. Isla say this several times. You don't come to be observers. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh You come here to participate. So I say, the Lord be with you. What? The Lord be with you? What did I just give you? Who did I just give you? I just gave you Jesus Christ. Did you give him back? Now, how rude. I'm going to show you something. I want this side to respond and this side to say nothing. Okay, zip them. Everybody zip them right now. Okay. The Lord be with you. Why didn't you give him back to me? How rude. Now, let's all do it. The Lord be with you. Now you might say, oh, come on, Father Perry, that is too simple. Is it? Is it? Let me show you another rudeness. This time you don't answer, okay? Good morning. How rude, you didn't even answer me. But all it takes is to say, good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. We give to each other kindness and generosity and love. We give to each other Jesus Christ all the time. Jesus Christ comes into us, and if we, like a precious metal, hold Jesus in our hearts and minds, we have the ability to give Jesus Christ to one another. We have the ability to give Jesus Christ to people who don't even believe in him. Because we can go out in the world today for example, one of my favorite examples, let's say you go with your mom or dad to the mall or whatever day, and you have 75 cents, three quarters in your pocket, and as you're walking in, you see one of these poor souls wrapped in a blanket, freezing cold, begging, and you say you have three quarters. You could take out one of them and still have 50 cents and say, just a minute, mom, I want to do something. And go drop it in their hand and go. And that person could maybe buy a cup of coffee. Maybe. And you would, I would say, have given that person Jesus Christ through your generosity, your kindness, your love. And we can do it all day long. All day long. This Feast of the Immaculate Conception is about Mary, but it's about much more than that. It's about every one of us. And the angel comes to us and says, hello, you're full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among everybody. You are blessed. You are full of grace. And because you know and love Christ in your life, you have the ability to share Christ with others. Please stand.